What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast on the planet. That's right. This is Food Sack Politics with you, as always, your host, the beautiful, the badass, the brilliant, Nicole Rodriguez. And back in her up, as always, it's me, it's me, it's the DAVE, your food porn unicorn, your pad thai rabbi, your six foot two glass of cold brew back with another episode. And Nicole, we have had a lot of guests recently, but today is a special one. I'm I'm a little bit of a fanboy for this one, so I'm going to have to try to keep it together. Can you tell everybody what we got going on? I'm just really glad we have cameras off tonight because I, too, am attempting to contain myself. Speaking of contain, I'm about to take a container, a pint to be exact, of Haagen-Dazs out of my freezer and put it in my fridge because we have none other than the king of pints, himself matt from ice cream by the pint and for our female followers why don't you go peruse some of that and you can thank me later matt (laughs) it's a bunch of horny ladies some old some young like at your day job you were telling about us earlier before we press record welcome to the show Welcome, welcome. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. It's a, it's a pleasure. I, uh, I've been I've been binge listening to a bunch of uh, episodes, some podcasts this week of y'all. So I'm, I'm excited to be here. Glad to join. We're, we're excited so- to have you. Like I said, we're both huge fans. We've both been checking out the Instagram. I'm really pissed off because my algorithm kind of left you out for a little bit. So you're probably going to see me on there a bunch today. So I was catching up with that. <laughs> Absolutely love what you. I appreciate it, yeah. For those of you who might not know, Matt, can you tell us a little bit about what you do for fun and how you got into it and how you really became ice cream by the pint? Yeah, so uh, it it dates back to uh, I'm a pharmacist as a day job. So this is just a uh, fun hobby, a gig. Yeah. Back to when I was in pharmacy school, I remember uh, coming home from, from class one day and no particular reason decided to swing by the grocery store, grab a pint of ice cream. And I'll never forget it. Happened to be Ben and Jerry's Cherry Garcia, and, uh, which is a classic for them. It's a top seller every year, fan favorite. Uh, and they know I love them, but they know that is probably one of my least favorite flavors of all time. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what, what uh, the reasoning behind it was. I don't know. I'm a, I wanted to try more, so I started trying different flavors, and I wanted to try every flavor that I could find locally. And uh, so that ventured into me traveling to different grocery stores or different, you know, even retail stores. I call them like Walgreens or CVS to your Walmart, to your Kroger, Publix down here. And, um, yeah, so then I uh, started, somehow started researching and found out you could get ice cream shipped to your door. So... Got dove headfirst into that and uh, started buying up. My first order online was uh, Salt and Straw, which is still one of my favorite companies. They're out they're out west west coast, but then uh, Ample Hills also out of New York City. Uh, they they were they were up there too. Probably my second shipment, but for some reason I just started. I had one Instagram account. And I kind of I was always been a foodie. Decided to post some ice cream and uh it started kind of taking off a little bit as, as, a, as a few posts and then so i decided to break them up and have one ice cream account and one kind of i call it a personal account and um 
it literally took off and uh, eventually changed the name to Ice Cream by the Pint. And uh, if people don't know, it's B-U-Y, like you purchased something. Uh, because I always, when I first started, I had pictures of ice cream and always played off of puns, the, the, depending on what the flavor of the ice cream was. So that was kind of a, a pun in the name itself as well. So, and then we changed things up a little over the years. We started you know, add, adding more pictures and doing ratings. And then now we're into videos. And so it, it literally, I think I remember 20, God, I think I started at the end of 2014, but I remember 2016 and 2017, it really, really took off from about 5k to up to, you know, 10k followers. And, uh, it just really grew. And it, and from there it's been, you know, it's kind of, kind of known in the IG world, but, uh, you know, getting, been having a lot of people reach out to, to have, ice cream reviewed so that's kind of where we we stand now that's never a bad problem how many ice cream pints do you think you've gone through since 2014 if you had to just guess well it's funny you say that and i'm kind of disappointed because i did have and people think i'm crazy for this i have a uh, I had a spreadsheet where i would rank the flavors every flavor i had i uh i've gotten lazy with it i have to admit but um I know I'm over. I'm I'm in between the uh, the 900 and the 1,000 mark as far as as pints because I, wow. I do know. I, so in that ballpark. See, and I don't think that's unreasonable if we're talking from 2014 because that's much less than one pint a day. No, I exactly. I don't think that that's weird. I think I just think there's. I'm just surprised that there's that many different ice cream flavors out there. I think. Good point. Good point. And I, and I think that's what shocks a lot of people is, you know, that many different flavors. And, you know, some of them are, of course, are repeat flavors. But, I mean, from different companies, you know, there may be two, you know, strawberry cheesecakes. But everybody obviously does their thing a little differently. So, yeah, somewhere in the 900 to 1,000 as far as different, different pints. Impressive. So what, Impressive. What would you say is like your baseline for ice cream? Like, is there one that like you kind of build off of? Is there one kind of standard? Or is it just, you know, whatever it is at the time and you just rate it from there? You mean as far as starting to grade or what I just think is like a, a baseline ice cream in general that anybody could would want to eat? I guess both. Like, what's a good, like, baseline ice cream? And then for you, uh, what's, like, what's like a baseline that you kind of rate off of? I feel, I, I feel, well, it's, it's tough because I obviously have access to a lot more than the, I guess I'll say the average ice cream person. Um, but as far as the standard, I mean, I, I can't, you know, between what we're going to scoop tonight later in the podcast, spoiler alert is uh, a Haagen-Dazs. Haagen-Dazs has a phenomenal base, very underrated when it comes to bases. And then um, Ben and Jerry's is right there. I'd say those are the two kind of, you know, gold standards is what you can find anywhere and everywhere that, that are not really going to disappoint you. Uh, as far as rating, uh, I get this question, you know, I, I, I just get a feel off of it. You know, obviously having so many, I start going in and I know, I mean, some of them, I know right off the bat when I open the lid that, you know, okay, this isn't going to be good. You know, I can, always, you know, I don't have a number made up, but I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> no, more, no higher than a, you know, no higher than a seven based off, you know, the, the texture looking at it, or I see some chunks of ice, you know, that, that doesn't happen, but you know, something like that. But, uh, no, once I get a few, you know, a third in, a halfway in, I'll start start kind of riding, rounding out a number. But I never I never have it like a set scale, like bases, you know, worth three points. Mix-ins are worth three and texture. You know, I, I just, it's all a feel at this point. 
Now, you seem to review a lot more actual ice cream, meaning milk from cows, um, than you do some of these plant-based alternatives. That being said, is th- has there ever been a plant-based option that you felt really did justice to the original flavor? Or is there a certain plant-based base that you feel translates better than others in your experience? Now, are we talking, see, this, this is how detailed you want to go. There's always some that are strictly plant-based. Or are you talking just non-dairy or, or vegan in general? I mean, because that, that is, I mean, are you considering that truly plant-based? Right. So I'm saying anything that's anything that's dairy free. So those vegan options, okay. things like that. Sure. I've had a, uh, but a piggyback off the Eclipse and they're by no means the best non-dairy version. But uh, there's a there's a brand called Eclipse that uh, does it's all plant based. And they really they really kind of shocked me. They only sent they sent three pints about a year ago. Uh, one of them was a cookie butter. I think there was a Thai iced tea, but they are surprisingly Really good, but as far as a a, uh, a king, uh, somebody who's going to come through every time is is salt straw. They um they use a coconut milk, and uh, I tell you what, nobody would even know it. I've actually had friends that that live out on the west coast that have been and and uh, are lactose intolerant, and they get it, and you know they they claim they're no connoisseurs, but they claim you know they can't even tell a difference. And I've had plenty of their non dairy pints, and I can't. As far as most of the time, when you see an issue, it's with the tempering process or the texture. It just doesn't you know, it's not as creamy, so to speak. And, uh, theirs doesn't miss a beat. I don't know exactly how they're doing it, but it is, uh, it's very, very good. I've had, you know, I've had plenty of others that Haagen-Dazs even does a good one, but as far as a, a, that's king of non-dairy, it's definitely salt and straw. Now, given the choice, is there ever a scenario where you are picking that vegan option over a full fat dairy option? Sure. I, I, yeah, I could, uh, I could think of some, I've just been so long. I forgot the names of them, but yeah, I could, especially salt straw. I would totally take, you know, even brand to brand. I can think, you know, I can think of actually their, their best non-dairy flavors. I would take probably over, you know, half of the regular pints I've scooped from them just cause they're different. They're so unique. They're so, I mean, they're, they're just so different, so unique that a lot of times they shoot themselves in the foot. They're just trying to do what nobody else can do. So it's just a hard pairing. But even then, I would still say, you know, I'd take it. I'd take their non-dairy over over some Hockadaz, over some Ben and Jerry's, over over you know a lot of Bluebell, you know, things like that. So yeah, definitely. It, as far as salt straw, they can they can compete with regular full fat with their non-dairy brands. So, so I think what I'm hearing is when you're at the grocery store you can get a really amazing regular real ice cream, dairy ice cream, and not spend too much. But if you're really looking for that high, high quality vegan option, spending a little bit more money is where it's at and you're going to have a better experience. I would say so for me personally. Yeah. There are a few. Haagen-Dazs does have a few non-dairy that are killer, Uh, but yeah, you, you nailed it. Like Ben and Jerry's, they're on this almond milk kick. And, you know, I think a lot of people will agree with me that it's not, it's just not the best. I don't know why it just doesn't work well for them. It is, I hear it is the cheapest of the non-dairy milks to use. So maybe that's a reason they're going there. I don't know. Maybe it's better profit margin. But 
I've, I've, of course, I've grown to love coconut. I didn't really like it that much, but I, I mean, coconut milk is, it's just, it works so well to me, especially when you pair it with some chocolate. Just recently, I've had a few oat milks that are surprisingly really good too. So I need to scoop a little more oat milk to really decide on that. But the few I've had have not disappointed. I love it. I love that you really know, um, you really know all of those alternatives. The only thing is that we don't call it almond milk. We call it nut water. So those nut water versions are not going to be (laughs) as delicious. Amazing. Which which makes more sense now that you call it that, you know, that it's not as creamy and different textures. It's just water, nut water, no milk. That that mouthfeel isn't there. So Dave and I really marvel at um, your candor and you just, you call it like it is on these pints. Like you really get in there and you break down the texture and everything else. So I assume, again, with the B-U-Y, it's ice cream by the pint, that um, you're not, obviously, you disclose when you receive things for free, but it doesn't seem like you're super concerned with hurting any feelings. True or false? Uh, I'd have to say, I'm, you're right. I'm not, not concerned at all with, and I think that's the standard now, which is kind of what I've wanted. If you know, If you reach out, to ship something you know you're going to get you know you're going to get what you ship me you're going to get what i think it is so yeah no 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 care for the feelings <laughs> but i, I, <laughs> I love it like i think that's what makes you so unique and so different like you've got this like swagger like this honesty about like everything that you review that almost nobody else has i mean i don't know if anybody else is really concerned about anybody's feelings or if they're just happy they got something for free but you're not afraid to like give somebody a three and you know every detail of every process it's absolutely stunning to listen to you do a review and just like how in depth and how they make the ice cream and what that means in terms of the mouthfeel the creaminess whatever the case may be so there's definitely something different about you like where does that come from that like in-depth knowledge of like every problem uh mainly if i'm being honest experience uh when i first got in front of the camera it's funny i went back and watched my first few videos just the other day and man they're embarrassing <laughs> of course that's three years ago but uh but yeah you get to where you know kind of where you think you you're reaching this this i guess upper echelon for me it was salt and salt early and a little bit of maybe ample ample hills but then you just, you know, you find better, you discover, you discover better. And even you, and even you acquire a taste. Like, you know, I was never huge on coffee and I love it now. Same with coconut, uh, especially paired with chocolate. You know, things grow on you, but, uh, yeah, I, I mainly, I mean, it's, I guess it's just experience and scooping so many different types of ice creams and even having, having so many different types of, so many different types of ice creams because of the texture, you know, like, you know, sometimes it feels like I'm eating air, which is not good. And sometimes I feel like I'm eating, you know, heavy whipping cream, which is, you know, amazing. So just all the different <laughs> brands and varieties have really, I guess, seasoned me well. Now, do you actually look into all this stuff or do they send you like a little disclosure as to like how they do things? What's, what's the process there? Uh, so like, I, I remember will, I'll do both. I think one was like a French pot method. Yes. I just heard that the other uh, day too. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. And, uh, no, it's fine. So it's, I I get both. When somebody reaches out for the first time, uh, they generally will send a little background, but 
I, and, and sometimes it's incomplete. Sometimes I have people that are just shipping and they ship ice cream. I don't get, you know, any description of the flavor. I just get the pack, which is great. Which is, it's fine. I just have to research more about it. Um, so I, a little bit of both, I guess is what I'm saying. I, I do, I do dig in and see, you know, what all it entails, but also a lot of times if it's somebody new reaching out, then they'll, they'll, they'll give a, a good deal of background information, which is nice. And is there anything that you look for? Like, is there a certain preference that you have and like how it's made or what goes into it or the milks or the creameries or whatever else? Uh, not, not really. Um, I mean, I don't know if you've heard of that. If you've heard of the liquid nitrogen process, well, I know you have Dave with atomic creamery, but, uh, yeah. that, uh, Especially fresh, um, you know, if I'm going to a shop, I, I found I really, really enjoy that. It's a tough, and I respect them for it, it's tough to um, to ship that, ship uh, liquid nitrogen, because it's made to eat fresh. But no, other than that, I, I don't really have, you know, much, much of a much of a preference now. So that's, that's really a good point. Like, does anything get lost in translation from whether you would eat it in a store versus you would get it in a pint? I, I don't really know the, the exact details to answer that, but I do know that some companies are a lot better scooped from a, I call it a scoop shop or a store than they are shipped. Also uh, out of New York city is uh, a company called Van Leeuwen and uh, they are night and day. God bless them. They're night and day uh, different when it comes to, to shipping, like their, their pints are, I mean, they're, I don't, they're not terrible, but they're, they're not, I mean, they're not that good. I guess average bad. I don't know what you're called, but man, when I visited New York city, it blew me away when I, uh, when I went there to the shop, I mean, it was one of my favorites of the trip. So I it, mean, it was, it, it really is that good. I have to say, I feel like, and I've never had their pints, but in person, it's pretty magical. Yeah. I, and I maybe it was because I've been stupid, not so good pints. Didn't. What's that? Oh, I just, I just, I just <laughs> love in your draw how you say New York City. That's right. <laughs> so the, uh, I, I catch, I, I catch. Are we allowed to cuss on here? Yo, well, you, you listen to a few episodes. Yes, that's that's just fine. <laughs> I catch a bunch of hell for for the accent. Obviously, you know, I even get people sending me reviews or videos. Uh, you know, when they're scooping ice cream, but yeah, I catch a bunch of hell. Everybody, New York City. You know, I catch a bunch of heck for that. But so the fruit oh, pot, real quick though, it's a it's a it's a uh, a cool process because the way it's basically like they spin a pot. Uh, around in circles and it forces the ice cream to like the side of it and it's so cold it like freezes it but the way it i don't know exactly why but the way it works is you're, you're unable to add a swirl when you do that and i think it's because the ice cream has to sit on the side of that pot spin so fastly to, to, to freeze so one thing graders can't do is make a swirl which is a kind of an interesting fact about them so just all mix-ins at that point right yeah, they really just throw in chunks, you know, chocolate chips. They'll get that's their standard is chocolate chip, but they'll do a little bit of a, you know, I'm going to call it, you know, a different type of mix in, whether it be a, you know, a, a cracker or a bread of some sort or a cookie dough, but mainly chocolate chip. Now, let me ask you this: if anybody's ever seen one of your reviews, one thing that always sticks out to me is when you say something's premium. What does that mean? So. Uh, 
and it's such a, I guess in the, you know, your, your mileage is going to vary type of thing. And it's a really, it's a dense, it's a creamy, it's a, a, a top, a, I don't want to say top the line. I don't know if that's the right word. It's more, it's better than your standard, your, your standard ice cream that you might find in a grocery store. Like I'm, I'm telling you the cutoff for premium is probably Haggadah's Ben and Jerry's level. Um, you know, it's certainly like a, uh, you know, cut, taking shots here. Like a bluebell is not premium. <laughs> a you know, blue bunny is not premium. You know, I don't know what all y'all have in your area. Turkey um, Hill is these, not premium. Yeah. Briars. Right. So they're, Sorry. Uh, right. They're, yeah. they're light. They're light. And uh, a lot of, a lot of people that, you know, even people I work with that are like, you know what, you know, how is it that creamy or premium or what's the consistency? And I'm like, you just, until you have it, you never really realize what you're, you're dealing with until you eat something that's cafe pana or atomic creamery or salt and straw, you know, until you have that, that mouthfeel, that texture, you see it, the creaminess of it, you don't really understand. And all those three that I just named would, would be steps above Haagen-Dazs and Ben and Jerry's in my opinion. It's that fat content, baby. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a, that high, it's a that beautiful high thing, Nicole. It's a and beautiful you know thing. What? I agree. And without further ado, I think it might be time. Should we be grabbing our pints, which have been tempering in the refrigerator? So this is Matt's tip. Tell us us the process there. So do we we all have the same flavor, first of all? Caramel cone, right? Haagen-Dazs caramel cone. Yes. Okay. Funny thing about this, y'all are probably about to be mind blown. I've never had this flavor. <gasps> really? No. <laughs> I, I haven't either. Yeah. Oh, I ha- I have. This is one of my old school favorites. Now, Matt, you're a big caramel fan, am I right? Yeah, I, I do. I do love it. Yeah, it's it's that's another thing that kind of like it's obviously it's good. It's uh, and obviously being southern, it's caramel for me, but. It, it's obviously uh, yeah, it's you. good. It's it was caramel. never never been <laughs> caramel, caramel. It's never been one of my favorites, but it's it's if it's in there, I'm I'm you know I'm taking it. I'm happy with it, especially because it's something that can vary so greatly from you know super buttery to super sweet to salty as I'll get out. So it's something that could really change the entire aspect of an ice cream. I'm I'm sorry, real quick before we get our spoons, Dave, could you spell caramel? There's an A in there, right? There's yeah. next two two A's. There's two A's. There's two A's. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just uh, just, just <laughs> double just double checking. So we're do, do gonna you get our caramel, Indiana, the city. What? The, the city Indiana, uh, caramel, Indiana. Do you pronounce it I caramel? I didn't even know that's a thing, Dave. So I, I don't I don't know I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no one's the nicest go fuck yourself I've ever heard. It's <laughs> very true. You're welcome. <laughs> so Matt, we we want to walk through your actual process of rating. Are we ready? Sure. So before we do that, we um always let this thing always let your ice cream temper in the fridge if you can it's uh you know i'm not against the counter obviously let it temper in general 
that's your first mistake if you're not doing that. But if you let temp on the counter, it's just a warmer environment. What tends to happen is your outsides of your pint tend to get super soft, squishy, melty, whatever you want to call it, while your core or the, the middle of the pint is still pretty tough, still pretty hard. Whereas if you do that in the fridge for a longer time, you know, anywhere from something light like Bluebell or Turkey Hill might take 10 minutes, where some Cafe Pana might take, you know, 20 or 25, Salt Straw might take 20 or 25. So the thought is, though, if you bring it up slowly, it kind of all, I'm sure your outsides are still going to get a softer than the middle, but it kind of brings it all up together and you're not dealing with such a, uh, I'm going to call it a messy pint where the sides are sliding around in your core or the middle is still rock hard. So that's the right. ideal process, which people are always like, I, I, but I don't want to wait when I want it. Well, you got to gotta anticipate, man. Like for me, I'm eating my dinner, my pint's in the, in the fridge waiting on me, you know, it's chilling. It's like waiting for a steak to rest. You're impatient, but it's, it's a good it's idea. It's for the best. Sure. Okay. I'm and, the other, and the other thing is, the other thing is, it's proven science, not by me, but there, there's more flavor when it tempers. When it softens and it comes to a warmer temperature, there's a lot more flavor that comes out instead of you trying to bend your spoon and, you know, it, it come flying out and chunks are going everywhere and it's a rock <laughs> when you eat it. Like you're watching me in action. So. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I'm guilty. I've done it before, man. But but it's yeah. We've so all been here. Sure. Walk us through your process. So we have this pint here. First off, you read what it is, right? And then what are you looking for? Are you looking for how closely it actually matches the description, or what? What's the process? Sure. That will be taken into account. Yeah, sure. How it matches the description. Well, I first try to do before I do anything is well. Obviously, when I'm picking it up, I feel how you know, how heavy it feels, which obviously just takes experience. But you can pick something up, especially with a pint, and I can tell if it's going to be on the lighter side or not in terms of, of density, a lot of air pumped into it. Hmm. But then I really try, which is impossible sometimes, I try to scoop just the base. I just want to get a true flavor of that before, if possible, before I try to um, dive into the mix-ins, which I have to admit, there's a lot of mix-ins in this one, but the base is good. So give me your impression. Which I've always said. The weight thing that you said, like, how did you feel the weight was? Uh, I mean, it's good. It's, it's, it's on par. It's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking around like, Oh, this is 20 grams lighter or heavier. <laughs> I just know if it's significantly <laughs> different. Um, and I've had some that are significantly different on the high side and significantly different on the low side. And this is, this is right where it should be. I can tell. And also though, haagen is only 14 ounces. I don't know if y'all knew that or not either. Uh, they're not, they don't do a true pint. Those got smaller a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. They short you two ounces. So you'll look at a pint and all pints have three servings in them now when they updated that a couple of years ago, but this one only has two and a half, which is interesting. And it still busts a thousand calories. At least mine does. Mine says it's 1040, which is quite impressive for just two and a half servings. It's hefty. Um, Yeah. And, it, and, I, and I knew haagen would be a great base. They're, they, they're, they're generally always a great, a great standard. Um, the caramel's definitely, it's a sweet, it's buttery. It's buttery and it's sweeter. 
It's sweeter than I prefer. I could go for a little salt. I'll tell you that. But it's good. It screams caramel. I was going to say, the caramel does not hide at all. No, it is very straightforward. Probably one of the stronger caramel pints I've had. So walk us through. What are you you tasting here, Matt? Um, Very sweet. Very buttery. I mean, this is, to me, it's what when, when, when you eat a piece of, I don't even know what those things are called, like a caramel, a chewy caramel, like they come in little cubes. It's probably a cheap yeah. candy, but in a plastic wrap, individually wrapped. craft caramel. Like yeah. 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 I mean, that's what, that's what I, I mean, that t- that's what I get. Like it is a, it's just a caramel candy through and through. It's, it's sweet, very sweet and very buttery, which is fine. I respect that. I think a little salt would help, but I agree. Good. Now, tons of cone pieces. Is that what y'all's looks like? This one's massive. So let me read oh, off yeah. the description. It says that it is thick caramel ribbons. Oh, yeah. Crunchy, chocolatey covered cone pieces fold into our caramel ice cream, creating the perfect balance of cream and crunch. Which, I'll go ahead and tell you, that's going to be a stretch with the crunch. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I'm getting a picture of this chunk right now, though. It's a big one. Um, I'll give it to them. It is, it is pretty crunchy. Crunchier than I thought. And the key here is a chocolate coating. Because if you ever have a company that does, say, pretzels, and this is, this is, this is a fair... Uh, comparison to the cone pieces anything that's exposed you know even if it breaks and cracks it's going to get soggy you know that's just you know that's everybody understands that if it's if it's if it's exposed it's going to soak up the cream and become really chewy really soggy now is there most of mine fully covered is there a certain spoon that you use to do this like do you have like an ice cream review spoon I have a couple. Yeah, I do. I catch a lot of hell for that too. Um, <laughs> yeah, right now I'm using a, uh, I did a review earlier. So this is my second pint of the night, but I, uh, yeah, I had this, uh, Ben and Jerry's likes to send spoons. So I got this gold, I don't know if it's gold, bronze. I don't know. It's a net. So they did a Netflix and chill collaboration. And I generally like, they send a gold and a black one. And they're my favorite. They get a lot of coverage. They're really wide. It's almost like a soup spoon, not as deep as a soup spoon, but it's really, it's like a perfectly round. There's no spear to it. It's perfectly round. But where they're going to get dinged, Hagen Dots here is this, this is the swirl. And, and how so? I feel like I'm just crunching away in the end of the end of the mic here. Um, it's, I, I don't I don't have much of it, and I want it to be thicker. Most of it, I'm struggling to even notice a change of texture. If that makes sense, it's kind of just while I can see it, it's kind of running in with the base. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the now, caramel is just so much the star of the show that it's just caramel right and i i do get a little more salt in there and i don't know if that's me i mean 
that was a bigger swirl I finally came across. But I do notice a tad more salt. So I think where I would really critique this pint, and I'm crushing this thing. I'm like halfway done. I got to slow down. I am nope, right there with you. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I think more of that swirl, A, for another texture uh, component with the gooiness, the creaminess, I mean the gooiness and the uh, – like the stickiness of it would add would be great. And then also the um, just having a little more salt. I think if you had two different tasting caramels with the one with the base being sweeter, they're both pretty buttery, but the base being more sweeter. And then you get the salty vibe with the, with the swirl that would have been huge for this. Mm. So, I, I mean, right now, the little bit I've had half, I guess that's a little bit to some people. Um, I'd call it, I'd call it seven and a half. If I got into it deeper, and I get a lot more caramel, they could bump to an eight. Look at that. So uh, oh, I think that's pretty a generous. Pint. A solid pint. Yeah. And that's what I tell people who are like, what can I get from the grocery store? And obviously that varies depending on where you are, but Haagen-Dazs, as far as a base, if you love the flavors, they're never going to let you down with a base. And generally, Generally, not the mix-ins. They're, they've never been heavy on their swirls, though. So that's like I kind of expected that coming in, but it's 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 a good it's definitely a good pint. Which anything, I mean, I, even like a I've had so many a, a six and a half is probably like six six and a half is average. So that's you know that's flirting with good six and a half seven is about the borderline for good. So this is definitely a good pint, being seven and a half to eight. Now, if that swirl were a little bit stickier, almost like a tackiness to it, would that have been a little yeah. better? So I know you, uh, for sure, for me, like I know you've dug into me a too. pint or something before and, you know, and it just like, it, you know, you, you keep pulling and it keeps pulling with your spoon. You yes. know, I want some thickness to it. Yeah. Which is kind of, it's kind of funny because Ben and Jerry's kind of the opposite. If anything, they generally have a better swirl and are lacking on the mix-ins. But I would keep this at, which I forgot that part too. I, I definitely would, would not go eight with this just because I don't get much caramel cone either. I forgot about that. I was just eating the chunks and I get mainly chocolate. And I was excited because the chocolate's great paired with the caramel, but I'm not getting much caramel cone, waffle cone flavor. So we well, go to seven and a half. I feel like sure. the caramel and the chocolate both need a salt component. And I, I agree. I feel like salt would pop it out a little bit more but it's not there correct i think when, salt when, would really help this pop now when do you think we all started to become more expectant of that salty counterpart to the sweet because i feel like if this were 25 years ago and someone was reviewing ice cream were they already thinking like oh let's do this salted caramel thing or is that a more do you think that's just because it's a more recent phenomenon now we've all had it that we're like, oh, we need to have that little bit of salt, if that makes any sense. Yeah, you know what? It does. And I honestly, but I honestly don't think I can answer it. I mean, I could say, I don't know. I've met, I'm, I've talked to so many people that are huge on sweet and salty. I think it's just kind of like, you know, I just think it's kind of one of those those flavor components that most people are on board with because it, it, it helps the other. It draws the other. Anything that makes the other shine or pulls the other out is a perk. Um, I personally like it just because I'm not the biggest fruit fan. 
I don't mind a fruit swirl. I really don't mind a fruit ice cream, but a fruit-based ice cream is just not my go-to. I will rarely ever order that in a shop. I'm just always sweet and salty. You know, chocolate, peanut butter, caramel. I've just always been attached to that. Now, what is interesting is the mix-in game itself. And, you know, obviously, y'all know that has all has ramped up recently. I mean, it's all about, you know, what, what is different. Not so much how much, but what's different, what's unique that we can put into the ice cream. You know, whereas I'd say even about, you know, probably six, seven, eight years ago, that was kind of, you know, not the norm. So that's really taken off as of recently, probably about when I started the, of the Instagram account, 2014, 2015, you know, that really started taking off as far as uniqueness. Now talk about the uniqueness, like are, are people just going for like a shock value kind of thing or are people really looking for that like next new flavor? Like I, I just, I, I feel like I'm kind of um, skeptical with some of the flavors that I see. I think it's both. Um, I think Salt Shaw's, you know, a great example of that. He's uh, Tyler Malik is the uh, he's the head head honcho there, and uh, you know he always has a reason for what he's doing. But you know, like it always matches or it always has a theme. But it is just super different, super unique, and it's not. And that's what I meant when I said earlier. It's just it, it kind of you know, stuff that you're used to and you love that your standard that comes together so well just doesn't compare to this, even though it may be executed well, it's just not something that's going to work, you know? Like I've had, oh, I can name so many from them that are just random. Like I've had a bone marrow pint. I've had one made with pig's blood. You know, I could, uh, bone marrow? you know, Jesus. yeah, bone marrow and smoked cherries. The one with pig's blood had like a chicken liver mix in. They did one with chocolate covered <laughs> mealworms and crickets. So, I mean, they've even done like a bean and cheese burrito with, uh, you know, like salsa in it and burrito shells and sour cream. Like, they're just. That just doesn't sound that's like. That's what it, I love about them. That doesn't sound like it would freeze well at all. <laughs> right. And sometimes, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it doesn't, you know, like sometimes it's the mixings just don't hold up well. So, he pulls right. it off, you know, 80% of the time, but it's just something <laughs> like. You know, it, it is what it is, but it's, you know, it's, it's hovering at a six just because it just doesn't, you know, it's not what you want to taste in an ice cream, so to speak. But they sounds do some like really good maybe where you, well, so. it sounds like burrito chips might be where I draw the line, or maybe it's pig's blood. I'm not, pig's blood I'm not was sure. For me. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, and I like, and was, I like that savory sweet kind of deal and a salty and sweet component, but yeah, I don't, I, I think I might stop there. Yeah. I've had, yeah, quite the, some different, different flavors and pints from them that are very, very different. So I've always been curious about this. Is there like a Lamborghini kind of ice cream? Is there like this like super high end, like one of a kind, anything that's like insanely expensive? No, um, no, I can't think of any write off that's, that's, you know, as far as, ex as expense and, and just order and just, you know, cause it's got the price tag on it. No, I think the most, I think the most I've ever paid for a pint is $27. Um, wow. Yeah. But most of your, most like, like salt and salt is going to run you about what's that? I said, please tell me that was not the burrito one. <laughs> no, 
No, it was actually a special batch from Ben and Jerry's that uh, that you could only get shipped, and uh, you know the price of a pint plus shipping. You know the shipping's what gets you. So the more you buy, the better. But this was only there was a one time buy because they made so few. It was a great scoop. It was called a uh, oh god, it was was it marshmallow? It was marshmallow moon or something? It was good. It being like an eight and a half. But your salt and straw and uh, is going to run you probably like. 22 you're staying there for for the if you're getting it shit most of the time you're you're going to be lucky to get it under i'm going to say 18 if you're going to ship you need to spec like 18 to 22 dollars but how buying. much so shipping aside though how much would the actual pint be uh i think salt straw does theirs for 15 15 a pint i think it's 65 dollars before you hit the shipping is that right no, yeah, you, you pick. No, right. I just looked it up. It's five pints for sixty-five, and you could add on a sixth for ten dollars more. Ah, uh, so there you go. So it's thirteen a pint, unless you add on uh, the six, and it's probably twelve or twelve and some change. Now, Cafe Pond is phenomenal, and she generally does a six-pack for right at a hundred. So, what's that math? That's like 16, right? 16 and some change. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's, that's arguably the best in the game and very well priced. She saw it. She does. She goes through gold belly though. So I don't know if she's getting some sort of, you know, that's another thing I don't know much about if they're cutting, you know, what type of deal these, these, these companies are getting, you know, depending on how much they send out and who they use, you know, some are using FedEx and some are using USPS and some are using UPS. So I, I know I've had a few people that are, you know, want to reach out because I get everybody from, you know, big name brands to people are like, hey, I'm cooking in my kitchen because I want to start a shop in a year and I want to know what you're thinking, you know, what you think, you know. So from somebody who's just shipping personally all the way to, uh, you know, big name companies. I've actually had a guy drive me a shipment, drive me ice cream from Texas to Atlanta, Georgia. And he dropped off about <laughs> eight pints. Like he came to your, he came to your door. He came to my doorstep. It was about midnight, maybe a little after when he okay. got there. <laughs> so, so that brings me to my next question before a little bit of a lightning round. Uh, one of your last, <laughs> one of your last reviews I was watching, you say something to the effect of, Oh, you know, is everyone getting tired of listening to me talk about ice cream? I have so much. I have backup. Come eat some with me. So I, I'm, I just, I can only imagine what comes through your DMs. Um, <laughs> so like what kind of level of crazy are we talking? And I, I have to be honest, if I were you, I don't, I don't know at your stature that I'd be like, yeah, come bring some ice cream to my door, bro. Like it's, it's all good. Drive yeah. here, drive here from Texas. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, you'd be shocked. It ranges to everything. And some people, there's some people that I feel like I know just cause I talk to them daily. They're talking to me nonstop. You know, I wake up every morning to, to many DMs. That's another thing of mine. I, I get to every DM, which is what I've always said I do, no matter how big I got. You know, whether it blew up and that meant hiring somebody to do it or whether, you know, obviously right now me handling it. But, yeah, I mean, it's anything from, hey, will you, will you sh just find out, will you ship me some ice cream? You know, I'm like, no, that's expensive. I was like, they don't, they're like, it doesn't matter if it's half eaten. I'll take what you got. All the way to, <laughs> you know, sexual stuff. 
all the way to, you know, are you married? Just recently, somebody asked me to go on a date with them. They're like, are you in the New Jersey? I'd love to go on an ice cream date with you. You know, are you single? I mean, it is. Why are you going to put out my place. DMs like that? <laughs> <laughs> right? So I, I, like the, so, I like the used pints of ice cream. That's like someone selling their used underwear. It's like someone. <laughs> so like, yeah, oh, they're probably like, like, oh, God, his saliva's in this pint. Put that yeah, shit on some dry eyes and get it to my <laughs> mouth. Like, Jesus I, Christ. I, 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 just based off the used ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so expensive for me to just do and be. Obviously, if you're watching the review, you see me eating out of the pint, which, you know, only, <laughs> you know, I have a few, clo- a few close friends and, you know, girlfriend <laughs> and family that'll do that. But they're not, you know, they're not. I'm not just taking out the work to give to a coworker. People, people do not care about COVID, do they? Not, not, no, not now. Not when it comes to Oh, and it's gosh. really cool. I, uh, uh, other thing is I, I, it's, it's crazy how it networks though. In all seriousness, you know, a lot of people roll their eyes at this who aren't fans of, you know, social media and all that, but the people that I've connected with, and some of them, like, I don't want to say this just to like leave a teaser, but some I can't name that are like very well-known, very famous people that are, uh, you know, curious, you know, whether it be like, what do I want to order to some of these people are starting their own brand that type of thing. And it's just the, the, the amount of way, just the way it's networked, you know, over the past six, seven years, it's really, it's a cool, it's a really cool thing. But that's so true. Like there have been ice creams that I've like teetered on, like that I've seen at stores that I've waited to buy until I've seen your review. So I, I completely get that. Sure. And I, and that's a very common DM too, is when, uh, you know, a lot of times I just get a thank you for, for doing what you do. Cause you're, you know, you're saving me money, you're saving me time, you're saving me calories, you know, all that type of thing. You know, I, I wait till I see what you've got. So I do get a lot of requests because of that too, people want to want to know what to get. Uh, you know, they just get antsy. And I got, I got so much to get to, you know, so many people sending, which originally I was like, if you ship it on the house, then I, then it bumps up to the front of the line, but then, you know, it's gotten where it's really grown and that happens constantly now. So I try to keep an even playing field. But they can be tough. I just want to circle back to something you just mentioned. I, I hadn't thought of that, that you are, you're saving people time, which as a dietitian, I know is tantamount in the grocery store or when you're checking out online, whatever the case may be, and saving calories um, because no one wants to look forward to like some people aren't eating ice cream every day, or maybe something like a Hagen dazs that higher fat option is something they're reserving for one day a week, whatever the case may be. And, and no one wants to go into their freezer thinking like, oh, fuck yeah, this is going to be really good. And then it sucks. And then maybe like you keep digging in thinking it's going to get better and it just still sucks. So that is really kind of a service in a way that you're offering on your page. You're sure. super, super cool. And I, it's super cool. <laughs> and I think that's what, you know, that's eventually what got me into the video reviews because I was really just putting a number on it. And a number can mean anything. You know, somebody who, you know, has never had ice cream or has eaten, you know, nothing but, you know, a little a store brand, you know, a no-name store brand. I, I don't want to, a Walmart brand. And then they have this, 
Cafe Pana pint or even this Hagen Dos pint, you know, they're going to probably throw a nine or a 10 on it just because it's new. So eventually, you know, people want to hear about it. You know, a six and a half doesn't tell them much in terms of, they know it's a, a six or higher is probably a fairly good pint if based off of me. But, you know, that when they want to hear details, they want to hear if they're looking for the salt and it's not there, maybe that's a game changer for them. Or maybe if this non-dairy pint is made with coconut and it's heavy on the coconut, they don't do coconuts, so they don't want it. But if it's light, it's got enough chocolate in it, then they'll give it a go. So, yeah, it's a lot of in the details, I guess, is what people I've, I've come to, to read and find out that they really appreciate. Now, speaking of that, like, have you ever given a bad review when an ice cream company has ever come back at you or like blacklisted you or anything like that? Yes, I've, uh, I've had, yeah, I've had one, one company, one guy, obviously I can't name names has, uh, yeah, he, he kind of wrote me off. I no longer get their, their new pints. He got very, very frustrated and mad with what I was saying. And, uh, yeah, we had it out actually, uh, had a little banter in the DMs of Instagram Ooh. for a couple of days, and uh, but that's I really eventually just left right? it. Yeah. That, that's really the value of what you bring because you're not just kissing everybody's ass because they send you stuff. Like you're giving these real deal, honest reviews. Sure, exactly. So, I mean, and they know that, and I tell them that if it's somebody who's not really known or somebody's shipping out of the kitchen, you know, like they're literally just testing. Almost, I'll ask them. I'm like, hey. Do you want me to tell you what I think before I, uh, you know, I'll give them that option. But if it's somebody big and they're reaching out, you know, you're going to get what you, you know, what, what I feel. And the other thing that happened was I've had one company and I have no issue with this, not a big deal, but I, I rated, I did a pack review, rated the pack. And then uh, they asked me to pay for it <laughs> <laughs> afterwards. After the fact, that's not cool. They sent you a bill. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, they wanted me to. Yeah, wanted me to pay for it. Pay for the packs. <laughs> yeah, send a little. So, which is it, it, it's fine. So yeah, we sure like your that company. So we we like your style. We like the honesty. I have five lightning round questions for you, and I know Dave has a couple of his own. Um, one, it's Pride Month. I've seen you in your big gay ice cream t-shirt. Do you go between the two LGBTQ T plus brands? Do you prefer big gay ice cream or cool house? Uh, I'm going to have to go big gay. Excellent. If you are at the scoop shop and I love that you call it scoop shop. Do you order in a cup or a cone as a general rule? Cone. Cone, yeah. Nice. If you're, <laughs> I love this guy. If you are going <laughs> to, <laughs> if you are going to get them, can we just clarify? Do you call them Jimmy's or Sprinkles? Sprinkles. Thank oh, you. Lightning round ever. <laughs> Thank you very much, Dave. <laughs> Dave, just hold. Dave, just hold tight. I have just two more questions, and then you can complain how you're the only. <laughs> Idiot calling them Jimmy's. <laughs> Jimmy's. This is damn time. Now I know. Now I know you. I know you said cone, but if you are at a, if you're at a having a general scoop shop experience, is there ever an occasion for toppings, or are you just strictly enjoying the flavors as is? There's a time and a place for toppings. Um, 
mainly a unique type of place. I can name some in you know New York City, Big Gay being one of them, or you know Milk Bar. But no, general rule, ninety. I'll say ninety-eight percent of the time, I'm not messing with the flavor. I have just. I have just one more. I know that you have ventured into New York City proper and sampled all of the fine frozen dairy delights in this area, but do you ever venture to upstate New York, home of your parents, and is there a scoop shop there which you have frequented? There is. I've been... You know, I haven't been as much as I used to as a kid just because of being busy and, you know, life. But uh, I'm a big fan of Pittsburgh Dairy. Okay. I don't, I don't know that one. I was fishing a little, seeing if you would say Stewart's Ice Cream, perhaps. <laughs> but now I know. Nope. I need, to, I need to check out this other dairy. Matt, I love your style. Dave, I know you have a couple more. Matt, I got a chocolate or vanilla. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> we stumped at him. this day and age. <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah, that that is that is because growing up, I was always vanilla. But uh, you know, it's tough. I gotta say chocolate just because the general overall flavor. But a lot of times, the vanilla allows mixins to shine more in an ice cream. But if I'm having just a one single flavor, I'll take chocolate. So if you had to go grocery store head up, would you go Ben and Jerry's or would you go Haagen-Dazs? I would go Ben and Jerry's. Once again, I could debate this question because there's a time and a place, but I go Ben and Jerry's just because of the uniqueness, the the different type of flavors and a little more style, a little more swag to them, a little more, uh, they get a little more unique. Now, is there an ice cream flavor that you didn't expect to like that blew you away? Is there anything that, like, you looked at and you were like, oh, no, and then it completely changed you? Uh, Yeah, so uh, this was back, I mean, this was one of my first scoops ever with them, but it was back, and it was mainly, so it's probably not fair, but it was mainly back before I was a big coconut guy, but Salt and Straw released one that was pretty much a non-dairy coconut base. And they threw in these salted caramel bars, which obviously had a lot to do with it. But, like, it's probably in my top ten all time that uh, it kind of wowed me. But I actually mentioned that in a review that's going to be dropping probably next week. You know, about three or four times a year, I sit down to a pint, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be all right. I'm kind of, you know, having, knowing what to expect. And it kind of just it floors you. It kind of just blows you away. And uh, that's always such a fun thing to happen when you're sitting there scooping it, and you're just like, damn, this is way better than I ever imagined. And it's rare, but it does happen. But it does happen. All right, Matt, two more. So one is, what is your favorite, like, trash ice cream? Like, if you were ordering off, like, an ice cream truck that was going by the neighborhood, what would you get? I am always a fan, don't know why, but of the, the, the OG rectangular, like, ice cream sandwich where, like, the cookie just sticks to your finger by the time you're done eating it, the wafer. <laughs> solid choice always and then finally oh i'm sorry gad no you're good oh sorry all right so favorite use for ice cream would you go for like a sundae or a milkshake or like a float like other than actually having like ice cream in a pint where would you go oh this might this might be the easiest answer of the night uh Affogato. Affogato. Are y'all familiar? Oh, look at you. Yes. Wow. <laughs> look at okay. you. Uh, hand, 
Hands down. Hands Matt, down. brush uh, off your shoulder. Thank you for playing the lightning round. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. That was fun. Matt, let's just remind everyone where they can follow you. It's ice cream by the pint. That's B U Y. I hope all of our listeners had as much fun tonight as I did. I just wish I could hang out and talk about ice cream for the rest of my days and listen to this accent. It's phenomenal. <laughs> if you all. If you all liked what you heard here, please go on ahead, give us a rating, share this episode with your friends, and we look forward to seeing you here next week.